0: Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone, to our next interview. You know, I love, love doing these interviews, but today is super special. We have an amazing guest, and many of you already know my guest. Many of you have maybe been like me. When you became vegan, you really looked up to my guest, and... Maybe my guest maybe inspired you, maybe helped you make that final transition. And for some of you, maybe this is a little bit of a discovery. And if that's the case, you are in for a treat. I think you're going to just love today's session. You're going to love hearing our guest's story and also hear about how our guest is really one of these, one of these people I would say that has really changed the game, as they would say. This is a person who took an opportunity and took their past to turn it into a way to help the animals and not just help the animals that we all kind of feel deep inside, but doing it day in and day out, getting that message out there, pulling communities and people together and inspiring people in their own cities to share the truth, share what's happening and make sure that we understand the suffering that's happening, but also how we can drive change, how we can influence people. And what I hope for many of you today What today's session does is not only inspire you to get out there and share your truth and also share the truth that's happening in the world, but also feel maybe a little more confident in doing what you want to do. Feeling more confident in knowing that you might be going against the grain and you might feel some of that pushback. You might feel like you're pushing against something big. I mean, where our guests, you know, pushed against network TV. So you know that's pretty big. I want you to feel that. There is not only all of us behind you as vegans pushing forward, but you also have Jane there too, cheering you on. So today's guest is none other than Jane Velez-Mitchell from UnChain TV. I'm so excited to have you here today with us, Jane.
1: Well, Stephanie, it's an honor to be here with you. We're all in the same cause, the same mission, to wake the world up, that there's one false underlying premise that is the cause of most of society's problems, whether it's climate change, pandemics, uh, heart disease, cancer, obesity, water pollution, drought, human world hunger, because factory farmed animals are eating a grossly huge percentage of the food produced while children are dying of starvation. So for all those reasons, we have a moral obligation, those of us who have woken up to the reality that eating animals is causing most of our problems to spread the word. And I quote uh, Dr. Melanie Joy, who said, we have to stop apologizing for being right, okay? We have to own the fact that we are on the right side of history and wake people up. And that's why I started Unchained TV, which is a free global streaming network, Unchained TV, one word, and you can download it on your phone, just go to your app store and put in Unchained TV, one word. And there it is, Uh, more than a thousand documentaries, cooking shows, talk shows. We just did live trial coverage for nine days of the trial of former Baywatch actress, Alexandra Paul, and her co-defendant, Alicia Santurio, who were uh, put on trial for rescuing two sick chickens off of a slaughter truck. And we were the only news outlet to cover it every day. In fact, most days we were the only news outlet there and we were the only news outlet to be live. So I was in mainstream media for 40 years with my own show at one point on CNN Headline News, HLN. Prior to that, I worked at Celebrity Justice. I worked at KCAL-TV in Los Angeles as a news anchor, at WCBS-TV in New York as a news anchor and reporter. And so what I did is I took my many years of broadcast journalism experience And once I quote-unquote retired from that, I said, I'm going to take all this experience and for the first time in my life, I'm going to be my own assignment editor and put out the stories that I think should be on the headlines in the New York Times, CNN, and elsewhere, but are not. And that's how we started Unchained TV. And it is literally a global streaming network, just like Netflix, okay? It actually works just like Netflix. And it's completely free. So you yeah. can download it on your phone or you can get it on your television and sit there and watch it on TV. All you have to do is go to your Amazon Fire Stick or your Roku device or your Apple TV device. And we're about to go on all Samsung televisions. Wow, so that's going to be great. Literally, we have the potential of reaching a third of the world's population. And Stephanie, another reason that I started this is that we have to get outside the vegan bubble. How many times have you gone to watch a film and you look around and everybody in the room is already vegan and we've got to yes. sit there and watch gruesome footage and, uh and when we talk to each other, that's not moving the needle. We've got to reach pre-vegans. And I don't call them non-vegans, I call them pre-vegans. So with Unchained TV, you literally, and and, and right there, we just uploaded Forks Over Knives. We just uploaded a whole bunch of new cooking, vegan cooking segments that are super fun. We just uploaded an interview that I did with Dr. Baruti Mary-Galdikas, who was one of the trimates who worked with Jane Goodall and Diane Fossey and the primatologist, uh, Louis Leakey, to study the great apes. Uh, She particularly focused on orangutans. And I interviewed her and we did a, a special report that's on Unchained TV, where she talks about what we can all do to stop the extinction of the orangutans and basically no more palm oil. I mean, after yeah. I've always been careful about it. But after interviewing her, I said, I'm making a pledge. Like, I mm. will not buy something if it says palm oil in there. And uh, I urge all of you to do that. But that's the kind of information we're getting out there. And, uh, you know, I've learned things from watching. Obviously, I've been a vegan for a long time. I guess maybe 26, 27 years now. But I wish I had it the way I have my sobriety date. Like, I know, April Fool's Day, <laughs> 20. <laughs> It's going to be an April Fool's Day. Uh It's going to be 28 years that I'm sober. And I went vegan uh shortly, shortly after, after that. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, because I, I had clarity. Yes. <laughs> but I've learned stuff watching my own channel. When I, I started uploading some composting stuff, I'll be yes. honest with you. I wasn't walking the walk. I wasn't composting. After uploading four videos about composting, I said, I'm going to start composting. I called the city. I made sure we got a compost bin to our condo association. And now I'm composting. And I'm starting to see how much compost I'm accumulating. Mm-hmm. So I'm changing as a result of watching chain TV. And the great thing about it is that you can text. Let's say you have that recalcitrant uncle who's like, I'm going to eat the ribs and you're crazy. Well, you don't have to argue with him anymore. Just you can Just text Just send them the him the link. Yeah. Text him a video, whichever mm-hmm. video relates to his particular issue. Like Heart disease, boom, there's a video. We have all top doctors on on our channel as well. So Unchained TV is the only animal rights, vegan network, streaming television networks. I call it the CNN, Netflix for vegans and veganism and for people who want to save animals, people and the planet.
0: I love it. And I love what you've done because for many of us out there, we didn't have that source. We were always searching. We were always looking for information. And to your point, you know, news wasn't covering it. So you didn't have access to that information. So the fact that you're on the ground, that you're at some of these trials when they're happening, that you're at and helping people who are sharing um, videos from investigations, the fact that we're also getting background stories, because sometimes you don't get the background story. on why. A corporation is doing what they're doing and what we should be doing to either respond, protest, boycott. I really love how you help people get the full story so that we can make even educated decisions. And to your point, whether they're pre-vegans, because almost all of us were pre-vegans, often you need the information not only to drive that change, but you need that information to have these conversations. And I think it's so important for us to be educated. So one thing I guess I wanna ask you is, how did you find that voice? Now, I know for you already being on television, already speaking in front of people, you've know you used the skills that you've already acquired, but if you were giving advice to someone out there who wants to start getting their voice out, or maybe they run a business and they wanna bring in more activism into their work, how would you recommend they get started? How do they, you know, kind of pull together that messaging so they have that something very succinct and something actionable?
1: Well, do what you're good at. You know, I always have that fantasy of having a sanctuary and people say to me, Jane, you know, you've got a dog and a cat... (laughs) you you're, you're a city girl no you shouldn't run a sanctuary do stories do videos about sanctuaries which we do we did an entire reality show called pig little eyes the world's first reality show uh starring a family of pigs and it centers around uh, a couple of pig sanctuaries you got to check it out it's upbeat it's fun it's lighthearted. pig little eyes then we also Absolutely. turned it into an hour movie it was a mm-hmm. series a reality series and then we it's also Pig Little Lies, the movie, and it's on Unchained TV. you got to check it out. It's super cute, but it has a very serious message. So, yes, I realized, Jane, stick to what you know. You've been in journalism for, uh, you know, I don't even want to admit how many years. That's what you know how to do. Put together stories. get Go live. Get information out there. What I would tell people is whatever you're good at, if you're a great chef, then do that. Don't try to start a – you know, pe- I think we all have fantasies of starting a sanctuary, right? But Let's focus on what we're good at. If you're an attorney, you can be a pro bono attorney for animal rights. We're always looking for a legal advice. We do, thankfully, do have pro bono attorneys helping us. But there's so many organizations that need uh, legal help. There's accountants. I mean, you know, our budget, one of the things, we're a nonprofit, by the way, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. I do not take a salary. Okay. My old agent calls me up and goes, hi, you're monetizing any of this? No, no, it's not about making money. It's Mm -hmm. about trying to prevent a climate apocalypse that's barreling toward us as we wipe out all wildlife uh, because of animal agriculture, uh, among other things. So you really have to um, go with urgency, use your skills, whatever those skills are, and You know, my dad many years ago said a job should be something you do for free, except somebody's willing to pay you for it. And he said that many, many years ago. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's true. If you're good at it, if you like to do it, it doesn't matter what it is. You can use it to help animals. I have a friend who's a violinist. She's always helping animals. She performed at a fundraiser we just did a couple of months ago, and she revved up the crowd and people started giving more money that if we hadn't had a live group playing violin there. So it, it really doesn't matter what you're good at, you can use it to help animals and don't be shy. You can't just pretend like, oh, it's an imposition to tell the truth. That doesn't mean you have to scream at people. Although I myself was shamed into going vegan by Howard Lyman, cause I was like this vegetarian and you know, the mad cowboy, the one who was on Oprah, uh, yes. maybe 28 years ago. Well, he had just done that Oprah thing and everybody was talking about him and I was a local news anchor. At working at Paramount Studios. And he came in, I interviewed him about his book, Mad Cowboy. And afterwards he and his publicist walked over to my cubicle and they said, we hear you're a vegetarian. And I said, yes. And they said, do you eat dairy? And I hung my head because he had just told me the horrors, the mothers ripped from their babies, the boys thrown in veal crates or shot or left to die. And I was like, yes. And he went liquid meat right at my nose. Mm. The wow. moment I went vegan, I thank him for shaming me. I mm-hmm. thank him. if he had said, "Well, we think maybe you should cut back on your camera. I wouldn't have heard it. he mm-hmm. he said, He confronted me, and thank God, so I'm not saying you got to go up to everybody. <laughs> <stick> your, <laughs> your, your your nose. But what I am saying is, you know, speak your truth, you don't have to do it with the judgment. He didn't judge it was you know it's more of like a feeling. Somebody said, if you have contempt for the person you're talking to, they're not going to get it. All they're going to hear is the contempt. So Mm -hmm. very few of us were born vegan, as you mentioned. So I don't try to approach with contempt, but I do approach with the truth. Hopefully that's the difference.
0: Yeah, and I love that because often people want to hear it. And also people do appreciate direct talk because they want to know where you're coming from and what's your perspective. And also for many of us, you know, we're different people in the world. I think not every messaging works for every person. And some people need to hear it. Some people need the question to say, well, why aren't you vegan? You've been vegetarian all these years. And I think sometimes that is a huge wake up moment. I know when people are asking me when I was making that transition, I was like, you know what? I hadn't really thought about it that way. I hadn't had that epiphany. And if someone hadn't asked me those questions and also shown me what, like you said, what dairy meant, the dairy that I was consuming meant then I probably would have said, well, you know, I'm eating okay, I'm doing this. You know, I would have fallen back on those now I know ridiculous statements until someone really opened my eyes. So I guess when I'm thinking about what you built, what you created, for many of us, when we create a business, we create a movement, we create an organization, at times we have to keep pivoting. At times we have to keep finding our way and moving forward. And I wondered if you would be willing to maybe share a story with us where you were heading one direction and something happened and you had this change. Because what I find for a lot of our audience, they're finding themselves at crossroads. They're finding themselves at places where they have to make difficult decisions. And it's very helpful to hear from others how they worked through a challenge, how they worked through that transition and pivoted.
1: Well, Stephanie, I love that you use the word pivot because. A long time ago, the vegan bros came over here and they did a, we used to do a lunch break live cooking segment, which we did very successfully for about five years until Facebook changed its algorithms. And they said, no, you don't call anything a mistake. You just pivot. And uh, I said, you know, that's brilliant because mistake has a little bit of a judgment to it, but pivot yes. has just changed. So every time you go on a social media platform, you notice how it's always a little bit different. They're not saying everything they did prior to a mistake. They're just pivoting. I literally pivot every single day. And by the way, I want to ask everybody, if you want to take action right now, while you're listening, you can actually download this on your phone. You just put in the words Unchained TV in your either Apple um, Google Play Store or your Apple um, App Store, and you can download it in literally 10 seconds. It costs nothing. Do that because I find that people say, yes, I'll do it later, and then they get distracted. They don't do it. And, you know, We are working around the clock from six in the morning till midnight, almost every day, seven days a week to gather content. But we don't have a million dollar budget to promote. We rely on the energy and the excitement of the vegan community to get the word out about this. And it's not mine. Okay. It's started by our nonprofit. It's a community web. It's a community streaming network that everybody can use. Okay. If you wanted to put your Podcast, Stephanie, we'd love to put them on. We have a talk show category. If you have a company that you're just starting and you say, wow, this is a great company, but I need to promote, you could do a, a two minute, highly produced video. We'll put it on on Shane TV. We want to start a whole category called, you know, compassionate companies. And put a link to where people can buy their product. So it's not mine. We can't make money because we're a nonprofit. We can't, you know, start charging, blah, blah, blah. We don't want to. But it doesn't stop compassionate companies from getting the word out about their products. And they could then, you know, get some customers. So if you're a compassionate company and you either have a video already or you want to make a video as long as it's of a certain quality, contact us. You know, you can just DM us on Instagram, unchained underscore TV, or instant message me on Facebook, uh, and we will get that video up there. So it's a community streaming network. And and I think that's really important because we can't think of each organization as, oh, this is my organization. I own it. No, we're barreling toward a climate apocalypse. I mean, people, you know, just today. We have a yet another storm here
0: in Los Angeles. This is unheard of. I mean, yes, you hear the snow. You hear all yeah. these things are just happening that are just, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. But we were so, told, that's the thing that's crazy about it. We were told this could and would happen and now our minds are blown by it.
1: Okay, so uh, Stephanie, you raise a good point. Why is the mainstream media not talking about this? We were told by people in the know, but this should be, the role of animal agriculture and climate change should be the number one story in every news organization, and they don't talk about it. Why? Look at the advertisers, fast food and yeah. pharmaceuticals, the two industries that basically are the conveyors of the meat and dairy. Okay? Uh, the fast food industry gets people to eat the meat and dairy. Then, when they get sick, the pharmaceutical industry sells them the pills and the operations. Okay? As Dr. Silas Rao says, and we did a great documentary on this genius. Yeah, I saw that. The founder of Climate Healers called Countdown to Year Zero, which is also streaming on Unchained TV, he said, we're all being factory farmed, not just the animals, all of us, the consumers, the people who work in the slaughterhouses, we're all being factory farmed by a tiny 0.1% that's making all the money, and they don't even eat that food. They've got yeah. their private chefs feeding their kids healthy food. Yeah. So um, the reason I started this is that after many years in mainstream media, I saw you don't have to have somebody knock on your door and say, hey, don't talk about that. You know? No. Anybody with half a brain looks at who's paying who's paying the bills, who's keeping the lights on, and they know they can't talk about it. Okay? So it's an unspoken rule. You don't talk about animal rights. You don't talk about veganism. And if you do, you make fun of it. Okay? Yeah. When is the last time that any of these hosts on these cable networks talked about the fact that processed meat is officially cancer-causing? If you were giving a kid a cigarette, they'd call child services, but they're not saying a word about cancer-causing materials being shoved down these kids' throats or that the global majority, the NIH says at least 67% of all people are are lactose intolerant. You don't hear this because follow the money, always follow the money. So I said, okay, we're going to do a nonprofit streaming network. We're going to do an end run. So many great documentaries are being produced that nobody's seeing because they can't get on these major platforms. They can get on our platform. We're very happy to say we just uploaded today Forks Over Knives, which is a classic documentary that has been on many major platforms, but we just got permission to stream it. And it's one of the fabulous, most fabulous documentaries that has caused millions of people to go vegan. So one of the things that, that we did was say, hey, we have to pivot because... First, Facebook was working, Facebook Live. We were getting millions. I think we got 17 million views after Facebook Live the first yeah, couple of years. Yeah, it first came there. out. Mm-hmm. And we were doing our daily vegan cooking show. Then the algorithms changed after the election, the Cambridge Analytica, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we got to pivot. Okay, yes. so then we did a, a cooking show, a 20-episode cooking show called New Day, New Chef that was nominated for eight Taste Awards and won two Taste Awards, considered the Oscars of food, and it was packed with celebrities. Billie Eilish's mother, Maggie Baird, did a whole season. Billie Eilish herself did a little cameo for it. I mean, it was amazing. It was on Amazon Prime. It was getting hundreds of thousands of views everywhere. Then one day I woke up and they started charging 99 cents an episode. The mm-hmm. views went wow. out. So we mm-hmm. had to pivot again. Yep. Okay, we realized people are not going to pay money for that content. They will pay for HBO, Succession, you know, House of Cards, that type of. million dollar, but they're not going to pay for anything else. So streaming has now surpassed broadcasting cable as the number one way people are consuming television. And the number one search term is free. That's why we have Unchained TV, 100% free. Okay. And that's why I urge you, animal rights activists, vegans, planet lovers, download it now. One word, Unchained TV. People go, oh, I put in Unchained. No, that'll get you a porno site. Put in Unchained TV, one word, and you will get this streaming network, whether you do it on your phone, the
0: easiest way. And you can do yeah. it on all your platforms. And I love uh, that and- because if you can put it everywhere, every you have access to it. You can watch it just like we were trained kind of as kids to watch network TV. Now what you can do is at night before you go to bed, when you wake up in the morning, check in. That's the whole key is that you're offering a kind of avenue and opportunity for us to be able to stay educated and know what's going on, to be able to almost connect in daily, to hear what's going on, what updates are happening, and making sure that we're not missing the headlines that are not just mattering to us, but really matter to the world.
1: Yes, we just did nine days of continuous expert panel trial coverage of the trial of former Baywatch actress Alexandra Paul and her co-defendant Alicia Santurio accused of rescuing these two sick chickens off a slaughter truck. And, you know, we were the only media outlet there for the entire trial. We were the only media outlet going live for the trial. We were the only media outlet live for the verdict. And we had a great panel. We had a former Um, Manhattan Assistant District Attorney. We had Marina Bolotnikova, who's an editor at Vox. We had, I mean, we had a really good panel. And uh, we also had reporters, people playing reporters, but they did a damn good job at the courthouse, bringing us the very latest. When the the defendants came out after the acquittal with their attorney, Wayne Shung, we caught the celebration. We caught the tears, the hugging. I mean, nobody else was there.
0: Everybody should have been there. Absolutely. And you got, and you helped us be there. I think that's the other piece is that now we feel like we were there, not only to support, but to hear that and be in that moment because it's such an important moment for us to be a part of. And when it's not covered, sometimes we can feel like we missed those moments to celebrate the change and also celebrate the information that was able to get out through that trial.
1: Yes, we got we had a global audience. People saying, "Oh, I'm here in England watching, I'm here in Australia, I'm here in Morocco, I'm here." I mean, I couldn't believe the different places around the world where people were watching. France and of course the United States and Canada. And uh you know, I want to give a shout out because again, talk about teamwork. A vegan FTA allowed us to cross post because we were also simulcasting on Facebook mm-hmm. and on YouTube. Um the Animal Save Movement, National Animal Rights Day, Ah, uh, climate healers, uh, their turn. New York class. That you know, that was teamwork by animal uh, organizations to say we need to get this trial out there. And you know, this is the second time that people engaged in open rescue. And the whole direct action everywhere says essentially they are maintaining it is legal just like you could break a window to get a dog out of a hot car if the dog was dying inside a hot car it's legal when you determine that an animal suffering to rescue that's not theft Mm -hmm. and this is the second time that they've won acquittals they won an acquittal in utah when wayne shung the co-founder of dxc and his co-defendant paul picklesheimer went in and rescued two sick piglets from a smithfield factory farm They were put on trial. They could have gone to jail for a prison for 11 years each. They were acquitted. And now Alicia Santurio and Alexander Paul have been acquitted. So that's two in a row. That's not a fluke. That's a trend. Um, And we need the laws to catch up with the will of the people. Absolutely. And unfortunately, you know, the Supreme Court right now is considering whether to overturn the proposition here in California that says, we will not allow meat from these extreme cruel confinement systems like pig gestation crates to be sold here in California. Mm. The people overwhelmingly said that. And now the Supreme Court, prodded by the Port Council, is considering whether to keep that or overturn it. And shamefully, the Biden administration has sided with the Port Council. That is a shameful, shameful decision. So this is a bipartisan problem. Uh, This goes way beyond politics. It is simply a moral, a moral issue. Torture is torture. And the essence of all evil is that some suffering just doesn't count. We can skip that suffering. We don't have to worry about that suffering. And throughout time immemorial, when you look at systems of oppression and the horrors that humans have inflicted on other humans, and in general, you'll always see it boils down to people saying, well... Their suffering doesn't count. And that's what's happening right now to billions of animals. All decent people need to rise up. This is why we need a streaming network. Because absolutely. I'll tell you what, you watch Unchained TV, you get your relatives or your friends who are still eating animals to watch Unchained TV. All they have to do is watch, I would say, you know, half an hour and they're probably going to be vegan or close to it.
0: Yeah, there, and absolutely. And I think that's the thing is we we have to get people active. I mean, my side of the world is trying to get people into businesses only because I want to displace the products, the demand. I want to change that supply chain because that demand is in in my perspective one of the reasons why we have a lot of this still in place. And if we can get alternatives on the shelf, if we can get people really excited about different options and also connecting these new options to new, you know, memories because a lot of this is just more habit, I find that people are continuing with these horrors. I really want to inspire people to start businesses. I want to get people to get out there and speak. I want people to pull what they do well and turn that into something that can be either a lifelong career or a channel or a way to get the word out. So as we maybe wrap up today's session and we think about advice, recommendations for people on how they can take action, Do you have some like one, two, or three things that people should do to make sure that they're either A, sharing the information, B, taking action and not waiting for the perfect moment to take action? Because I think sometimes people think, you know, your live has to be perfect, your video has to be perfect, your microphone has to be perfect before they do. Or three, what happens is people are maybe not as outgoing as they may say, like, I'm listening to you and, and I'm listening to Jane, I'm listening to Stephanie. But I'm not that outgoing. So, what can I do? How can I drive change? And how can I make the world better? How can I do what I'm doing better? How can I take my business and bring more activism into it and so forth? So, I know I gave you a loaded question there, but what can (laughs) we do to inspire people to take action and not let barriers keep them from moving forward?
1: Well, I would say do the next indicated thing and stay out of the results. You know, just Every day I wake up, I can't just look at the big picture all the time. I would get overwhelmed. Okay, I've got to upload this video. I've got to describe this video. I've got to tag this video. I've got to reach out to this person who sent me this video and they haven't yet. I've got to uh, get an article written on XYZ. I've got to promote the video we just got up. I've got to meet with the Instagram person and da-da-da-da-da. I've got to go shoot this video. I just have a list and I go through it every day and I never finish it off because if you look at the other networks, which by the way, cost billions of dollars, literally, you could just Google it, $2 billion for one of these networks, $5 billion. We did ours for under $60,000. Why? Well, the technology is remarkably similar to Netflix, but we are not paying for content. We're yeah. getting all of our content for free. Sure, I'll reimburse a chef or our nonprofit will reimburse a chef for the vegetables, you know, uh, that they've spent. Uh, sometimes they'll say, look, I'm I'm tight. I want to do this, but I'm, yeah, but we don't pay. Okay. This is all content given to us because the vegan community is, you know, marshalling and coming together and saying, we need to get this information out there. And so that takes out one big cost. The other cost is that we're all worrying, you know, we're almost entirely volunteer organization. And so we have people who are working as hosts and videographers and you know, we pay a pittance to maybe an editor. So we're we're doing everything, you know, basically, I don't take a salary, I donate to this, because I really believe the potential to reach a third of the world's population is there. Streaming is still in its infancy. Yes, It's going to grow. So uh, I would say you don't have to be a loud mouth like me to make change. Some of the most effective people are quiet people who are just Doing whatever it is that they're doing, coming up with bioidentical meat, which is, I think, a big part of the solution. You know, we all have those people who no matter what you say, you talk to them for 40 years. No, I'm not going to give up my meat. Well, then there's something that looks like meat, tastes like meat, but it doesn't involve any animals right there. Bioidentical meat. Those are the kinds of things that quiet people do. They don't have to be running around giving speeches. So it's not just about yakety yak. It's about getting something done, and having patience. This is my character defect. I'm very impatient. I want everything done yesterday. And I've had to learn, you know, no, some of these things take time and it takes time to grow a network, but we've already surpassed a million views and uh, we're coming up with effective strategies to get the word out without having a million dollar budget to promote. That's our big, our biggest challenge is marketing. How do we market when we're dealing with um you know networks will spend yeah many millions of dollars promoting something we've got to do it by hook or by crook and figure out strategies to promote
0: someone just asked have you yeah. do you have any plans to get the programming on public access by any chance just curious
1: uh well we our, our shows uh, quite a few of them have been on public television stations around the country okay. through nita so our um new day new chef cooking show has been seen many thousands of times on public television stations all around the United States and Canada. And there's also a a way for that to be included in curriculums in schools. And we submit some of our original content on a regular basis to the local PBS stations. So that's in progress. Yeah, I I mean, I I just think that you have to always get through that period where it seems like, oh no, this isn't working. Oh my God, what what did I do? You know, I've had those moments. Mm -hmm. Oh, what was I thinking? I started a streaming network on my own. I'm doing like basically 100 different jobs, okay? I I literally put on one hat, take off one hat. So of course there, there are moments where you go, what did I do? What was I thinking? How could I think that I could do this? Well, I just try to put those thoughts aside and do the next indicated thing and stay out of the results. That's what I would always say. Just prod forward prod forward, you have to get through, I think, a difficult point where it looks impossible. Or as Nelson Mandela said, it always seems impossible until it's done. I just feel very strongly about the fact that we have a moral obligation to use all the technology available to get the word out. Streaming is obviously a super, super powerful and important technological, high-tech communications method. So we've got to use it. Yep. We can can all come together and use this. Again, this is not my streaming network. Our nonprofit started it, but it's yours and yours and yours and yours. If you've got a good video, if you've got a film, if you know of a film, contact us, we'll put it up. If
0: it's vegan and it's good. Perfect. Perfect. No, I'm so glad you said that. I'm hoping that people are going to take this moment to reach out. I'm hoping people, like you said, maybe are not the person that wants to be on a live show or not, you know, really wanna be the camera on them, but if they have the message, if they can support, I think it's such a great opportunity. And at a minimum, like you just, you've been saying, download the app. I mean, that's just one thing you can do from today's session. I did it right before, it only took a few seconds. Um, right before we got started. And it's just a great way to stay informed. It's a great way to know what's going on in all of our communities and a great way for us to take action. I think often we're always wondering what can we do? How can we drive change? And I really wanna just say thank you, Jane, for creating um, something that we all can participate in. Thank you so much for, you know, being that voice sometimes out in the front to make this happen. And I also just want to say thank you for joining me today. It's been great talking. It's been great to hear about all the great things that you're doing because I've, you know, followed you, known you for, you know, from from afar for years. And it's just wonderful that we had a chance. I feel like we know each other, like we've had dinner a dozen times.
1: And that's the beauty of these. Everybody can have a studio in their computer now. And I do Absolutely. invite you to have um, Vegan Mainstream uh, as a channel
0: on Unchained TV. You could send us your best episodes. Oh, that would be great. Thank you so much. Yeah. I so appreciate that offer. Yeah. I really do. I do appreciate it. So I'm going to wrap up today's session. Just say goodbye to everyone who joined us live. I did miss one of our questions, but or comments from earlier. But Sandra, I just wanted to say hello and know that you came by Absolutely, the message that um, Jane said earlier about animal ag and pharmaceutical companies, you know, how they're turning us really into the factory as well, is definitely everything. I hope everyone pulled a nugget from today. I hope everyone is inspired from today's session, and I look forward to seeing you in our next live session. All right, take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to Pivot our vegan business interview podcast. This is recorded as a live streaming session. So I hope you'll join us for future interviews as well. We offer these interviews to help vegan entrepreneurs stay connected with the vegan business community. If you're interested in more in-depth insights or training, please consider subscribing to one of our premium podcasts, Going Solo or Fix It. Visit veganmainstream.com to learn more or click on the links in the show notes.